0: From his bedroom window in the bungalow on Conrad Street, Charlie could see the hills of Azrael, burned rust color from the hot July sun. The little town was in the heart of the green mountains of Vermont, and if Charlie went to Harvard in the fall, he'd miss Azrael plenty. He'd miss those hills. He used to ski down them in the winter, and he'd miss the fresh green smell of Azrael in the spring. He'd miss walking up Sock Hill on his way from town, The giant pines lining the sides, the kids playing caveman in the vacant lot, and at the top the groups of granite workers gathered to wait for the red bus that went past the quarries. He'd miss sugaring time, the rows of trees with the pails hanging on their trunks, and the taste of the maple candy fresh made. Little things he'd miss. He'd miss... a lot of things. One thing he wasn't sure about, because it was crazy, it was the library. Not just the library, but what it was like to be there. It was clean, for one thing, hallowed. There was never any noise. He could go there and stay there, and no one ever looked over his shoulder, or said anything to him or interrupted him. He spent a lot of time there, almost every night. And sometimes, she came. But oh, what the hell? Why think about her? Except I always do, he thought. Oh, wow, cripes. This is the silliest goddamn summer I ever spent. When will it be over? Charlie was tall, tall and thin with gaunt facial features that made him look older than 16, and a brush cut to his black hair and piercing dark brown eyes. He wore a pair of gray summer slacks and a white shirt unbuttoned at his chest, no socks, and scuffed brown loafers on his feet. He picked up the red leather-bound book of verse that was open on his desk and, slumping down into the wicker chair with the soft brown pillows, he began to reread the poem, underscoring in ink. I wish I were where Helen lies. Not him. He won't come out to say goodbye, the saucy voice of his sister, Evie, drifted into the room from the hallway. Really, Inez, you never saw such a hermit. I think he's sexy. Inez said. Evie raised her voice. Hear that, Charlie? Nez thinks you're sexy. He began the line again. I wish I were where Helen lies. Sexy, Charlie. Here? I guess he doesn't think I am, Inez said. Sexy, Charlie. Evie's voice droned farther away as she walked with Inez to the front doorway. Charlie was staring at the print without knowing what the words said. It just ruined everything when Evie got that way. It spoiled everything. She was in love with talking like that since she began college. It made him ashamed of Evie and, curiously, ashamed of himself, too. It made him not want to finish what he was reading, and it reminded him of something funny to remember. He remembered going to the movies with his mother Friday nights in the winter and the way he tried to hold his breath whenever a man and woman kissed on the screen. He tried to hold his breath so his mother wouldn't hear his breathing hard because he was embarrassed. Holding his breath only made it worse, and once he had a violent fit of coughing in a close-up where Dane Clark was kissing a girl in a two-piece bathing suit on a beach. Charlie had had to go downstairs in the lobby and get a drink, and when he saw his face in the mirror, he hated it. He said, "'You!' To it and wished to God he didn't have to go back to his seat. When he did return, his mother smiled and whispered, ''Okay.'' And he had wanted to slap her. ''Now explain that one.'' Ah, why try to understand everything? Evie wasn't going to win this time. He picked up the book again and began to concentrate. ''I wish I were where Helen lies.'' ''Charlie!'' ''He won't come, Mom. He's busy reading.'' Well, he better come. Can't wait dinner for him.